Welcome back to the Coffee and Bible Time podcast. For those that may be listening for the first time, our podcast is an offshoot from our main platform, YouTube. Our channel is called Coffee and Bible Time, where our goal is to help people delight in God's word. We also have a website and storefront with Bible studies, prayer journals, and more. I'm Mentor Mama, and today I have a very special guest joining me to share her tips on keeping God front and center amidst a very demanding family and work life. But a little backstory first. So I actually was going to have my guest come on. We had talked about a different topic, but when I had my quiet time this week, I changed my mind. I was reading from 2 Chronicles chapters 29 and 30, and in this passage, King Hezekiah, who was only 25 years old at the time, was taking over the kingship of Judah following the rule of King Ahaz, who, the scripture makes clear, did not do what was pleasing in the sight of the Lord. So imagine for 25 years, Hezekiah lived under the oppression and darkness of a leader who had just full on abandoned the Lord. The scripture said, however, when Hezekiah took reign, he did do what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. So despite oppression, God was fast at work in his life, strengthening his faith and resolve to turn things around. In fact, during the first month of his reign, he completely took charge and set the wheels in motion to reopen the doors of the temple of the Lord. He summoned the priests and Levites and sent messages to all the people of Israel with some very specific do's and don'ts. He said, do purify yourselves, do purify the temple, remove all defiled things, return to the Lord, come to his temple, worship the Lord your God, and humble yourselves. Then he gives his don't list, which is, don't be stubborn like our ancestors who did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, which included abandoning the Lord and his dwelling place, turning their backs on God, shutting the doors to the temple, snuffing out the lamps, stopping burning incense and presenting offerings. No, Hezekiah did not sit back and hope things in his land would get better. He intentionally made clear the do's and don'ts that needed to happen for healing of their land and souls. In fact, Hezekiah's strength of character actually reflects a man who greatly feared God over man. So after reading this, I began searching my own heart and saying, what does my list look like of the things that keep my back turned on God? Is it sinking into the busyness of life and not prioritizing God's word? Is it forgetting to pray and missing out on my direct line to the creator of the universe? Or is it refusing to ask God to search my heart and honestly confess my sins? 
Well, thankfully, God is patient, (laughs) slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. And by his grace and mercy, we can each make steps every day to make God our highest priority. So as I was thinking through all of this, one of my favorite people in the whole world came to my mind because she is so intentional about prioritizing her relationship with God. I am so excited for you to meet my guest, Rachel Schlesinger. But first, a note from our sponsor. We still have our coupon code available for you guys if you wanted to do online counseling um, with Christian counselors. It's all online. It's via Zoom. You can pick who you want your counselor to be. Very reputable. They all have counseling degrees. So this isn't like some random on the internet. And my mom kind of has a personal testimony to it. Yes. So I actually have done some counseling sessions with Faithful Counseling. And what I really loved about it was that you can actually put in like different qualities that you're looking for in a counselor and specialties, male, female, if they have experience tackling different issues. And so I really loved that idea that I could go through and kind of pick the one I wanted. And then um, during this COVID season, it was really applicable anyway, since I couldn't leave my house for counseling, that I actually could just do it online. And you even have the opportunity to do a Zoom type call with them, or you can just do um, a phone call, whatever works best for you. And so it was just really great to have access to counseling when you, when you need it, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So if you guys want 10% off your first month of doing this, you can go to getfaithful.com slash coffee and Bible time, and you get 10% off your first month. And of course it is cheaper than traditional in-person counseling anyway. So overall, it's just a good deal. We really recommend it, but let's just get on to the podcast. Oh, One other thing, too, is that you have the option of with your counselor that they are Christian counselors. And so if you want, they will actually pray for you, which I thought was so cool. At the end of each of my counseling, she prayed for me and my issues. Oh, wow. Thanks for that. All right. I am so excited to introduce to you Rachel Schlesinger. I have known Rachel for the last nine years, and she is just such an amazing woman of God. I could go on and on, but what a joy it is to know her. Um, she is a mom of three young children, a PE teacher, and my Bible study co-leader. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm just so, so excited you're here. Um, Me too. How about, why don't you just start out with telling us a little bit about you and just your love for the Lord and how that all came about? Of course, of course. Well, first I have to echo your kindness and your your wonderful intro there. I can say that tenfold back rate to you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Um, Well, yes, everything you described is who I am. I am an elementary PE teacher, and I have three kids. Uh, My oldest son is in fourth grade. His name is Maddox, and I have a five-year-old son named Jackson and a two-year-old daughter named Harper. 
Um, and my husband and I have been married for 13 years. And so we're here with everyone else in this unique uh, situation called life right now. Yes. And so all three of my kids are home uh, for school with me. And I'm home for school teaching PE through my laptop and my <laughs> iPad and my creativity. Um, but it's really a blessing because it's a blessing in disguise. Who knew I needed that? Because it's been a lesson in slowing down and honestly prioritizing, removing busyness. And so it's been a beautiful, hard thing all at the same time. Um, but I feel very fortunate that I have young kids during this time to, um, to, to spend and um, pour into them while they're at this age and this stage. So, well, to tell you a little bit more about my love for the Lord, gosh, that's a, that's a question that just has no end, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think um, it's really interesting. One of the things when you think about that, like in your own journey is just to look back on God's faithfulness and where his hand has touched you. And I think honestly, when I had gotten into that practice, um, the love that I have for him has only deepened and I've seen the purpose in pain or in sorrows, um, and how God is weaving that. And that gives me faith and hope for how he continues to weave that, you know, going forward. Um, I became a believer when I was young, uh, in my family and I'm an only child. It was me and my parents. Uh, but I had a childhood that had a lot of hard circumstances and through that, that just really proved God's existence and solidified my deep faith that he is real and he is exactly who he says he is. Mm -hmm. He showed up for ways for me that can only be him. Mm -hmm. And so um, then, you know, in high school, I had a breakup that really shook up my faith. And I got in that transition time of going from um, my faith as a child living at home to transitioning into, um, am I really confident in him and who he says I am? And can I work my way through that to be able to um, make my relationship my very own and investing in my relationship and my friendship with Jesus? And so for me, um, that really became true. And God opened that door for me when I became a mom. You know, I knew that I needed uh, to get serious again about my faith. I knew I needed to prioritize that. Um, And I was in another opportunity situation, another transition. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like that's how God used um, motherhood for me to grow me into who he's created me to be. And so now it's just amazing to look back on that journey, the times you have confidence and the kinds you don't, and times you have self-doubt and times you so faithful but yet now all that I am is for him who I am as a child of God who I am as a sister in Christ who I am as a wife as a mother as an employee as a friend um is just rooted in who he says that I am and his faithfulness his steadiness and so now my love for him is so deep I just have total and complete reliance on him knowing um really back to that foundation as a child knowing that he will show up. He will be who he says he is because he is. And so, um, you know, that faithfulness has just always stayed steady in my life. And so, yeah, I I love him through the ebbs and flows of daily life. And I think, boy, when the the boat gets rocky, you know, I'm first to 
so call out to the captain of the ship, if you will, you know, yes. at, at the truth that he is. Uh, so that's so beautiful, Rachel. I'm just always amazed when I hear your story and and just by you sharing how faithful that God has been is an encouragement to all of us. And especially when you say it could only have been God, like when you see the hand of God like that at work in your life and it's your testimony and no one can repudiate that. It's what you say. And so I'm just so encouraged to hear you sharing this with our audience. Yeah. Um, I, and I'm always amazed, too, at how you juggle everything. Just a, a funny note. Rachel knows that I am, like, not a Facebook person. Like, I barely ever <laughs> go on there except for our mom's group to look at stuff. And But I did go on recently, and I saw the cutest picture Rachel posted of her three kids doing handstands on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and even Harper two years old doing a handstand. Yes, I thought it was yes. the cutest thing ever. So there you go, doing your PE and getting the kids going. Throw it all in there. And that was the picture with just, <laughs> you know, their shirts on. Then it got serious. They had to show off their muscles and take it to the next level. So yeah, there's a lot of handstand contests going on in this house. <laughs> oh, that was adorable. Well, I'm hoping that you could share with us your top three tips for helping busy people still prioritize God. Learn what theology is and how to study God within the Bible in course number seven of our in-depth Bible study academy. In this academically built course, you will learn the tools to study God's character and nature within a Bible passage and how to grow closer to God relationally through Bible study. This course titled Theology, Knowing God Through In-Depth Bible Study is packed with teaching lessons, homework, quizzes, and a resource list for personal study. Head to our website, coffeeandbibletime.com, to learn more about the Academy and course number seven today. Use promo code CBT Podcast, that's CBT Podcast, to get 50% off this course right now at coffeeandbibletime.com. Yeah, I mean, what a great question. And in some ways, I wish. Um, I would have had these myself earlier because you really live and learn, you know, there's no magic time um, that you get everything figured out. You know, you don't turn to your twenties or graduate college or turn 30 and you magically know everything. (laughs) Always a learning um, in progress. And so, and for me with kids um, was like, I learned what worked and then the kids changed (laughs) and then I learned what worked and I had more kids. And then I learned what worked and, you know, it's all on and on and on. And then all of a sudden I, I learned what worked and now I work from home and we're all here. So um, I just say that as an encouragement because um, it's always growing and changing. Yes. And, and you know me well, I love a routine and I love structure to make sure I'm getting those priorities in, but I like to call it like a flexible structure because it has to work and it has to change. Nothing is, you know, nothing stays the same. Um, so to start, my first tip 
would honestly be to plan for a time that can be consistent and quality with the Lord. And I think both those two words are so key, consistent Mm -hmm. and quality. Mm -hmm. Because I will say that I had felt pressured um, what my devotion time looked like when I had time was very different than when my life started to pick up speed or I wasn't even in control of my own time. And so um, when those times happened, I would feel guilty if I didn't do my devotion time or my quiet time. You know, someone said, oh, you got to be in the word every day. And I think, gosh, I failed today. Mm. I was busy and I didn't even control that. Or maybe I did or I was tired, you know, and all these things. Um, so I, I got to a point where I thought, when can I be the most consistent? And when do I have enough time that it's quality with the Lord? I don't want to just like speed read a, a short devotion book with the prayer and the scripture in there. And I never open my Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to sit with him to dwell with him, to be still. That is a struggle for me to be still with him. And so um, I had to find that time. And the other thing that for me really, really rang true with the Lord is that I had to start small and let him and I grow from there. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to be okay where I just did it one day a week where I knew I wouldn't miss that appointment with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that had to be okay. And when I got to that point that that was okay, I mean, gosh, then the Lord grows you, right? And you're, you're craving him and you want to find more time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just had to have that healthy balance of that, not rushing my time with him, but sitting and dwelling with him. So plan for that time. What does that look like in your day of, you know, where is the best? pocket that you can give him the first fruits of your energy you know of your mind of your spirit uh but plan for that time and be consistent within Mm, it start love that yes love that yep and i i do i try to do the same thing rachel and i think it's it is good advice to our audience is not to be uh hard on yourself god is not judging you based on whether you read one verse or 10 verses, that doesn't change how much he loves you. And so uh, um, I think that's a great suggestion is just start out. And, and like you said, you'll just get a craving where you will, you'll make time (laughs) no matter what, because um, you take such delight in God's word. So yeah, well then you enjoy your time with him. It's not a chore, right? right? And it's not comparing my, insides to what I see someone else's outsides are someone that shows up with their Bible, you know, and you, you start to even get into that comparison of mm. not feeling like you're doing it right mm-hmm. or good enough or whatever. Yes. And so it's like, the Lord doesn't want that, no. <laughs> you know, he wants you and he wants to, to sit with you um, and have that quality and consistent time. Beautiful. So my second one goes more into my need for neatness and structure. (laughs) But my second tip is to podcast while you work. And after work, uh, I think I really mean clean. And that's really what I mean at my house. So I have had to really plan. I am a planner for fun. That is the truth. (laughs) I, you know, I am a former athlete. And so I think I just have always had this ingrained in me where I have a game plan. I thought out the game plan. I thought what could, what won't, you know, all these things. And so then when I show up and it's game day, 
I just execute the game plan. Mm. And so I kind of say that laughingly, but um, that's really how I am. So I know I have to clean my house. I know I have to pay bills and all these things that are very busy and responsible. And I know I have three kids and it's chaos when they're around and up. And at the end of the day, for me, I am no good. So I had to make a schedule for handling that. And I had to get moving. So coffee and Bible time is so true because <laughs> coffee has really been my go-to. And sitting and dwelling in, with the Lord, that grew for me where at the beginning, you, you hear people say too, and I think I was one in the, in the beginning of like, you're tired, it's hard to stay awake if you get up really early before work or school or whatever you have going on. So I needed to move. And, and when I'm moving, I'm awake. And then it just kind of built into, um, then I just became a morning person. So they, I just have to get up early. So really, here's where I'm going to put all this together. I clean, like my schedule is spread out throughout the week. And I will clean the part of my house that goes with the day that it is. But I will podcast and listen and learn from about the Lord through that while I'm still getting these chores and things done. There's, you know, there's so much rich material uh, out there and all these amazing podcasts and sermons. And so I have, you know, my favorites, there's been ones that have um, risen up through like things we've gone through in this country together that I've been able to tap into multiple churches sermons on that topic and, and, and learn what's going on with um, this pastor's word on angle on that and what's going on at this church, what's going on at our church. And so um, I just feel that prioritizing the things I have to do and then meeting the Lord in those things. I am doing all those things for my house with joy because honestly, it's my time to learn and grow more with God. So it's not me sitting with my Bible on those days, quiet in a chair. Those are my days I've scheduled, but it's me busy and learning um, through those podcasts. So for me, that has been a huge game changer um, and, and, really enhancing my knowledge, I would say, beyond um, beyond my devotional time where I can fit that in. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That is so awesome. I love that idea. I will say, like, sometimes I will watch, like, uh, a YouTube video of some of my favorite pastors, like, while I put away the dishes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's kind of along those same lines, right? Where you're. Yeah. And you know what I love? I love uh, doing that in the morning, you know, because it's quiet. It's just something Mm. so refreshing to me about the morning. You know, his mercies are new every morning. The coffee is strong and tastes best in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) True. And so I just think that it helps my day, you know, and, and maybe not every day is the big, deep message, but there's days that I think, gosh, and I write that down on a post-it in the laundry room while I'm cleaning that room or whatever, or I think, mm-hmm. you know, I put notes in my phone and my phone messages a lot, um, but they just, they inspire my day. Um, and, and they set tone for things. I think, gosh, when I sit with the Lord on that deep quality, consistent, time, I want to look more into that mm-hmm. or look that into that for myself too. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it, for me, it's great in the morning. That's what uh, God and I hang out best together. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Awesome. So my third one, my third tip is that um, you are too busy, but that means you even need to make space for a group because you will feel like you cannot fit that in. 
you will feel like it's not maybe the right time. When you're busy, you think later, I will be able to, I'll find a women's group, I'll find a group at church, or I'll find, you know, friends to do a study with. And sometimes when you feel busy, um, you just think it's not the right time. And it's easy to push that off. And so um, you're right, you're too busy, but you're too busy not to do it because it, it, you need people to walk alongside with you. So find a group, be willing to say yes. I mean, you know this so well. Times that we, before we started leading together, I think when you asked me to help lead or start my own uh, group within our Bible study, I was pregnant, you know, due in like five months or something. And I thought, she can't be asking me to lead. This is a clear no situation. Um, but it's that, it's that willingness to say yes and let God work out all the details. You know, I got to that point of Al God asked me to do a show up and then he will do the rest. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit is at work through all that. And so um, feeling worried about joining a group or feeling the wrong timing, God will work that out. You can be the quiet one in the group. That's okay. Just be in the group. (laughs) You know, you don't have to have those answers. And so um, join a group, start a group find a group. I have one friend, we Marco Polo together um, within like studies and prayers. I mean, Marco Polo, a group, I don't know, there's there's people probably know way cooler things than what I know, but um, find (laughs) find that opportunity or when it does, when God brings that to you, hear his voice, just say yes, even when you're scared, even when you're nervous, even when you feel like it's not the right timing, it will change your life. I mean, it has totally, totally changed and impacted Mm. mine and given me confidence um, to be who God has called me to be through the groups that I've been. Yes. Yes. And I know we have a whole variety of listeners out there from uh, teens all the way up to grandmas. And there are groups for every age, or there's even themed groups for, you know, Christian athletes or um, moms or students or all types of things. So there, there definitely is a place that you can find to fit in and, um, I would just, I would encourage people to do the same because we weren't meant to do this road, mm. you know, alone. And I, I know that I've been so encouraged along the way by, by you, Rachel, even in our group from all of the mentor moms we've had in our groups that just share life. They've been there and done that. And that, you know, just knowing that someone's gone ahead of you and maybe, you know, they've walked that road or they can give you some advice or encouragement, or they know just the right scripture verse to, you know, bring you comfort. And at the same time too, I think back on all the studies that we've done and just how much our knowledge has grown of Mm. the Lord. And that just sort of builds your thirst and craving to want to know God more. So I think that that is an amazing, awesome suggestion. And I hope everybody out there uh, can find a group and, and yeah, just, yeah, you don't have to know it all, right? You don't have no. to know it all to go into a group. I mean, we've had women that they still the cellophane on their Bibles, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so yeah. you just 
you have to you have to show up people don't all have it together right people aren't in groups that have it figured out and god favors them more it, it you just you know you go every day with what you have and the lord is so amazing how he can grow you without you even realizing sometimes how much you have grown in him or how much more faith and trust and confidence you know confidence in him and confidence to be um the daughter that you are in him Mm -hmm. yes for sure well rachel it's been such a joy to have you on this podcast thank you thank you i know they're wonderful i definitely want to have you back because (laughs) rachel has like amazing god stories that i really hope she will share with all of you down the road at some point so uh anyway rachel thank you so so much For those of you that are listening to our podcast today, thank you for listening as well. You can learn more about Coffee and Bible Time on our website, www.coffeeandbibletime.com. We have beautiful prayer journals that will help guide and document your prayer life. And we just are there for you to have take part in a community of other believers. So please, won't you join us today?